What's happening, family? Welcome to Ask J Live, episode number 25. Uh, today, guys, we're going to be talking about have you created a business that you can't stand? Have you created a business that you can't stand? And I call it uh, pretty much a Frankenstein monster. Uh, before we get into uh, today's show topic, once again, I'd love to hear uh, from you guys um, if you had any questions or comments as we move further along after my 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 intro and diatribe there. So if you want to say something, eventually just hit the phone icon on the bottom right to join the caller queue and then hit the mic to unmute yourself. Um, also, FYI, guys, um, to not tomorrow. Um, yes. Speak uh, starting last week, we moved this to 8 p.m. on Tuesdays. And so we definitely uh, would love you guys to uh, be able to uh, check it out. So every Tuesday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I got my man Ant in the caller queue. And I'm going to get Ant before we start into today's show. All right, Ant, if you hit that unmute button, brother. Hey, what's up? What's going on, family? How are you? Oh, I'm here. I'm here. I was try- I'm trying to get you on my, my desktop, but I, okay. the only thing I've been able to do is get you on my phone. On the app? Yeah. So, unfortunately, the the only way you can listen to it on the desktop is if the show is already recorded. So, yeah. you, you got to listen to it on either the, the Apple or, or Android uh, app to listen to it live and, and chime in. But after it's recorded, you can go and you can listen to it at the podcast afterwards. But to be able to, uh, you know, to connect live, this is the only way you're able to do it through the app. Okay. okay. Yeah. Through the app, bro. So, um, but yeah, man. So, uh, any other questions, anything before we get re- get started? Nope. You go okay. right ahead. I'll wait till after I got to hear what I got to hear. First. <laughs> okay, brother. All right. All right. So uh, once again, today, guys, we're talking about have you created a business that you can't stand? And this is literally something that uh, I did uh, a while ago. Actually, I did it two times. Right. So the first time I did it, I had an ADT dealership and I talked about this on some of the shows. So basically, I started uh, started my ADT dealership and over a period of time. Um, because I was kind of new as an entrepreneur, I uh, didn't have my feet wet. I was hiring people and I wasn't putting together the right team. So at, just like a coach, you, you got to have you can't have all all stars on the basketball team. You got to have role players, too. And I was hiring nothing but type A high performance sales reps. And it got to the point after about two years that the competition level inside was 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 good, but it got to a, a level where people were trying to steal other people's deals. Uh, there were arguments, you know, in the actual office. Uh, almost came to a fist fight with with two of my employees, sales reps, and you know, I I try to treat people. I was young then; I probably was about twenty six, twenty seven, and I had a lot of young cats in there. And uh, but I always try to treat people as adults. So I'm not going to be looking over your shoulder and, you know, be super, you know, uh, you know, really on top of people. I expect you to do what you're supposed to do. You're an adult. And so uh, unbeknownst to me, it started getting crazy in there. And literally after about a year and a half, I I came home one day because I was working seven to seven pretty much every day uh, except Saturday and Sunday. And I was telling my wife, I'm like, damn, babe, I can't stand going to my own freaking office. I said, it's like a madhouse in there. I got people fighting with each other, um, you know, all kind of shenanigans going on and stuff. And it just got to the point that the joy was literally sapped out of out of me starting that business. The money was OK. We were growing. And uh, but it really just took a toll on me. And I, I just started thinking, I'm like, man, I, I can't stand going here. So what I did was uh, about a year after that, about two and a half years in, I um, I had got an offer to sell the business. So I literally sold the business out from under me and I mean, sold it out. And, and I was so happy and relieved. And the lesson that I learned was that, you know, even though you can create something, it can morph into something else if you're not careful about the parameters that you set, 
the actual, uh, you know, the people that you hire, your team, and also, you know, what's your culture? And at that point in my entrepreneurial life, I didn't really think about the culture of the office. I knew that I wanted to be, you know, high performance. I knew that I wasn't going to be looking over by anybody's shoulder, micromanaging that you got your job description, your task, go ahead and get down, you know, because I know how I don't like to be, you know, micromanaged. I never liked that. And so it just got to the point, guys, where it was it was very frustrating. And I think back in uh, if I knew what I knew know now, I would have run that thing totally different. Um, So sometimes you can actually have great ideas. But when you create, you may create something that morphs into a Frankenstein if you're not careful about your growth strategies and some of the things that you put in place. Uh, the other instance where my business turned into a Frankenstein business is, um, and I talked about this on the podcast, Black Entrepreneur Blueprint. Um, uh, I had a, uh, a bamboo pillow kiosk, me and two of my, my, my boys, they like my brothers. And so we were selling these pillows that, you know, had bamboo, uh, bamboo fabric, uh, cases. They were, um, you know, cushion and they had all the foam and all that good stuff. You guys have probably seen them years ago when they were in all the malls. And so it started off with a great expectation because the guy that we got in under, who was one of the uh, directors, he was just telling us how much they were making. Uh, you know, it was an easy business. You had to learn the demo and, you know, the sales process and the sales pitch. And when we started out, myself and my two partners we were the only ones there because we wanted to learn and understand the business first. So when we hired people, we would know what they were going through. So a lot of times we figured that we would do that. So we knew exactly, nah, nah, I've been there, done that. So we didn't just want to manage. And what happened was as we started to expand, uh, we had one cart and then we got another cart and we were in, uh, it's called King of Prussia Mall. And it's actually one of the largest malls in the country. It's right outside of Philly. And per square foot in sales, I think it's the number one and number two mall in the country for sales. Now, this is back, you know, 10, 12 years ago or whatever it was. And so as we continue to bring on employees, uh, we probably had at that time maybe 12 employees, uh, two managers, uh, probably about six full-time people and a couple about uh, four part-time people and I talked about this before because we were my one partner and I were trying to build our own brand we were about to break away from the bamboo pillows and create our own brand and my other partner was he was like man I'm just here to make money I'm just here to sell pillows and it got to the point where Literally, when if you're working in a retail environment, I don't know if any of you guys have, but those retail hours, especially in the mall, are crazy. And if you're if you own the store or the cart, you have to be open when the mall is open. So the mall is open seven days a week, 52 weeks a year, usually from 10 a.m. to 9 p.m. Sundays, maybe nine to six. So somebody always had to be staffed. And so one of the things is. As one of my partners and I were on one mission to build our own brand, my other partner was just trying to make money and sell pillows. And it got to the point that my two partners, and they're actually blood brothers, my two partners literally almost got into a fist fight. I had to break it up. Uh, They didn't talk to each other for a while. The morale with the uh, salespeople was going down because they weren't well-trained. And we tried to train them, but it's tough to get good employees, you know, especially when you're you're not paying that much. And it was mostly commission. And it was a thing. I can't stand the malls now. Every time I freaking go into a mall, I I get PTSD thinking about when I used to own these two carts in, in a mall. And it was just it was horrible. I created something that I thought I was going to be able to work on my business, but I ended up working in my business and. I know my best use of time is not out there doing demos, selling pillows. My best use of time is being able to to to, you know, uh, create, create the business, being able to grow the business. And what we're going to talk about a little today, guys, is what type of 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 founder are you? Because a lot of times your business uh, becomes a pain in the neck to you because 
you might not necessarily have the skills for that stage of your business that you're in right now. So we're going to talk about um, what can you do about a business that you create that turns into a Frankenstein. And so the first thing that you want to do is think back is why did you start the business in the first place? And I know most people are going to answer money, right? So we all know money is the thing. We all want to make money. But there's usually something a little deeper. I want to provide better uh, lifestyle for my wife and kids or whatever. But why did you start the business in the first place? Sometimes we have to go back to the beginning to understand the real reason that we started it. Then you have to ask yourself, what made it so enjoyable? What, what, were you in, what, what did you enjoy about the business when you first started? And I know it's just like a new car a lot of times when you first get it, man, it's hot. Right. <laughs> you know, yeah, my new car. But after a while, that newness wears off. So what made your business enjoyable? And then you have to identify exactly what's making your business measurable to you. And sometimes this, these things happen and we don't even see it because they happen in slow motion. So it could be lack of profits. It could be you're working too hard. Like me, I mean, we were working crazy hours uh, when it was just the three of us. Uh, not enjoying the work that you're doing. Unfulfilled. Your employees or coworkers may be getting on your nerves. You know, identify exactly what is making your business measurable. And then you have to try to change that and address that. Um, one of the things that I found out when I started really delving into entrepreneurship was that you know, you need to identify what type of founder you are for your business. And knowing this allows you to focus on what you're naturally good at. So most businesses go through three phases. And that's why Black Entrepreneur Blueprint launch, build and grow. So the launch phase can be the startup phase. The build stage can be the systemization stage and the grow stage can be the scale stage. So they're synonymous, but not every founder is suited for each stage of that business. And so I want to talk real quick because this may identify something for you and, and, and unlock some things that you may need to look at and be able to help fo fix your business. And one of the things is, is what type of founder are you? So the first type of founder is the inventor and they create or build. So they're like the idea machine, new product ideas. They're the visionary. They're, they're the creator. And that's what a lot I, I have that, you know, I have a couple of them. I don't have all four, but the inventor, they create and build. What's the idea? Is it a new product idea? What's the vision? I'm the creator of this. OK, and those people are usually good in the initial stages, which is the startup phase. OK, the next type of founder is a driver. That's the launch and grow. So a source of action and acceleration. They get things done, sometimes has trouble letting go of control. And for small business owners, a lot of times we do have trouble letting go of control because we think that we can do everything the best. So there's the invest, the inventor, the driver, which is more for the second stage. The uh, I'm sorry, uh, the launch and grow stage. Right. Which is the second stage. Then you have the builder. The builder type founder is the leader of leaders. They add value by architecting and monitoring. So the builder that creates stability in your business. And that's still the, the actual, the second stage. And then the last type of founder is the guide. They nurture and scale your business. Basically you're the keeper and sustainer of the vision and the culture of the company. And that's the scaling side. Uh, that's the scaling portion. So the inventor, is for the creates they're the they're the first stage that's your launch stage the driver and the builder are the builder stages those type of founders and the guide is the person that scales your business most people are not good at at all of the or at the three stages of business so for me out of inventor driver builder and guide i'm good at inventor i'm i'm good at builder and i'm good at guide in terms of driver that's where I fall short. And a lot of times we have to know what our strengths and weaknesses are and be able to bring in people or, you know, be it hires or uh, contractors to help us with certain things to be able to push us through so that we can be successful. So one of the things that you want to do if your business uh, is really going the wrong way is write down what you enjoy doing in your business. What brings you joy the most? 
And I'm going to use uh, Black Entrepreneur Blueprint as an example. So in all, if you break me down to everything that I am, I'm a creator at heart. So what do I enjoy doing? I enjoy creating. I enjoy creating courses. I enjoy writing. I enjoy all types of, you know, thinking up new business ideas. So those are the things that I enjoy. Then you want to write down the things you don't enjoy doing. So a lot of the stuff that I don't enjoy doing are technical things. For example, like even though I can do them and I I still do them now, building sales funnels, websites, doing all type of technical stuff. All right. Those are the things that I don't really like doing, Um, making outreach calls. And that's why I'm actually hiring somebody uh, to do that. They're going to be starting actually within the next couple of days. Another thing you want to do is you want to identify people or contractors that can do the things that you don't want to do. Once again, in my case, I have somebody coming in to do outreach for me to get me on more podcast uh, interviews. Um, They're going to be sorting through uh, my prospective interviews on my show. They're going to be handling a lot of my email, following up with people, and they're also going to be, um, excuse me, uh, selling advertising and sponsorship. So I'm bringing somebody in from the outside, a contractor that can do that for me. And then you also want to refocus your efforts to work on your business and not in your business. And so, you know, I'm sure you guys have heard of the book, The E-Myth by Michael Gerber, G-E-R-B-E-R. And it's an old book, probably 30 plus years old now, but it focuses what talks about working on your business and not in your business. So most times when we start out, guys, we're a solopreneur. We're, we're doing everything. We're the you know, chief cook and bottle washer. You know, we're doing the website. We're doing the sales. We're packing up the product. We're doing everything. And that's normally how a lot of businesses start. But once you start systematizing and trying to scale your business, you're going to need to be able to work on your business and not in your business. And I think that's where a lot of us uh, don't allow ourselves and our business to grow because we're so used to controlling everything from top to bottom. And so in terms of creating this Frankenstein, basically it's unfortunate, but just like in the movie Frankenstein, the doctor created Frankenstein. He created his own worst nightmare. And that's what we do with our business unbeknownst to us because that's not how we, we want it to go. But maybe we don't have the experience like I didn't when I started that ADT security system business. Maybe you just didn't have the vision. Maybe you didn't have the tools. But anything that goes wrong with the business, you as the founder are ultimately responsible for it. And so when I start businesses now, I I usually start from from the front to the back. So I look at what the business, what I want the business to look like in the future. And then I, I reverse engineer it. So if I had a retail store, well, I'll give you a real life example with my hot sauce business, right? So what I envision with my hot sauce business in the next three years, I want to be in tons of major retail locations, all right, also selling online. But in order to do that, I'm going to need a warehouse. I'm going to need a, uh, a facilities manager, production manager. I'm going to need a shipping manager. Uh, I'm probably going to have multiple warehouses, I'm going to need in-house customer service. I'm, I'm going to need sales representatives because I'm not just going to be selling hot sauce. I have other products coming along with that spices, seasonings, barbecue sauce. And so there's going to be a whole infrastructure that I need to put in place in order to accomplish that. And so I always look and I work from the from the finished product or the end product and I work backwards and I literally write that down. What am I going to need? Let me envision myself at my zenith or at my peak and I'm supplying all of your major big box stores. What type of manpower do I need? What type of, you know, equipment do I need? What type of positions do I need filled? And I think once we're able to kind of figure that out, that's going to alleviate a lot of the problems that we have when we create a monster. And I think you create a monster because you don't know what you need. Or you don't know how to do something correctly. And in my case with the ADT security system business, I didn't know how to set up the business. I didn't know how to create a team, a winning team. And I was just a a novice at it. And the only way you can learn, guys, is through trial and error. So those are some of the things 
um, with your business. And and if you guys want to share with your business, is there something that you don't like about your business? And maybe we can talk about how we can help solve that. Or is your business in great standing where everything is running smooth and you don't have any issues? But we're talking about have you created a business that you literally can't stand? Now, hopefully you're not to that point like I was, but you may be on your way about that. So uh, if you guys have any comments, I'd love to hear from you. Comments, questions uh, about today's topic, about your business, my business, entrepreneurship in general. So if you want to speak, guys, hit the phone icon on the bottom right to join the caller queue. And then you can hit the mic to unmute. If you have any questions or comments, I'd love to hear what you guys think about uh, building a business that you can't stand. All right. We got my man. Ant. All right. All right. Ant, hit that unmute button, bro. All right. There you go. My man. I don't think that I because I love my business. That's great. I, it 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 is one of the reasons why I get up now. I'm retired. So it's okay. one of those things where. I don't have to do it. I do it because I want to do it. That's so a blessing. I don't feel as though, but I understand where you're coming from because because <laughs> right now I'm a one man show. What's your but business again? At? I teach people uh, promotional and gift printing. I teach oh, them yeah. sublimation printing. That's right. That's right. 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 Okay. Yeah, I teach them sublimation printing. Uh-huh. I don't mind knocking on doors. I don't mind talking to the vendor on the street. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't mind sending out direct mailings. You know, to me, I, that's that's my goal. Right, right. You now, know? do you do the printing yourself or are you oh, just yeah. teaching people? Okay, so, so you're the supplier. You're supplying the printing. No, oh. I, can, I can print. The things that I print is just for items. I've gotcha. been from time to time okay. just to keep my wife wants me out the house. <laughs> so so I that's my get out the house to give give her her space. Right, right. But I also uh teach people. So while okay. I'm out there vending, I introduce them into the printing process. That's what's up. So, so you make your money both ways, vending and teaching. Yes. What What do you think is more profitable for you? Oh, teaching. Teaching. Okay. Okay. What do you What do you charge, man, for your for your services? Uh, two hundred a class. Mm. And how long are your classes? There four. There's two hours a week for four weeks. Oh man, that's all you charging, bro? Oh, two hundred a class. All right. No, no, two hundred dollars. Oh. Period. I'm not trying. to. Okay. I'm, I'm not trying to break the bank. Only thing gotcha. I mainly want to do is get as many welfares or Section mm-hmm. 8s or whatever you want to call them, people that's out here that's trying to hustle and mm-hmm. they're doing their ass backwards. Gotcha. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to give them something. Right. You that's know? good. That's good. So, yeah. it's, like I said, it's not, so, it's not about the money for me. Mm-hmm. Right. It's not. That's now, good. I, I understand that if I teach, how can I say this politically? <laughs> if I teach and they want to start their own class, that's cool with me. Because right. the, the way I look at it is that a hot dog is a hot dog, no matter whether it's Briggs or Safeway or a giant brand. Mm-hmm. Hot dogs are hot dogs. So. Yeah. I'm not going to get upset. Right. Right. That's a good way. That's a good way to think about it. And let me ask you, man, since you're retired, I I assume that you probably, I mean, we always could use money, but I assume that you don't necessarily need the money. No. All right. Gotcha. I can sit at home and bills still be paid. That's what's up. Yeah, man. I I might need to have your your wife on the show, man. She the one that's got a business that she can't stand. That's why she made you leave the house, huh? (laughs) No. Yo, That's put- true. <laughs> we both retired. She told uh, me, she's like, she's like uh, look, we both can't be here at the same time. That's funny. I, 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 and look, and since I'm the woman of the house, you got to, you, you got to go. Uh, you got a business, go run it. 
Man, now does she do anything with her spare time? She have any hobbies or anything? Or yeah, eating bun buns, looking at court shows. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, Aunt, how often are you out the house, man? You out every day, or no, no? Okay. I've been on the uh, military installation. Okay. So when I'm vending, I try to vend, uh-huh. and because since I'm only doing on Saturdays. The class is only on Saturday. Saturday. Okay. So I've been made Monday through Sunday. No, Monday through Saturdays. Okay. I might then if they have space for me. If not, I'll stay home and I'll send out direct mail and check my emails. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. long as I'm away from her, she's happy. <laughs> where, where are you based out of again? I forgot. DC. DC, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, man. So now nah, that's that's good, brother, because you know, like I said, if if you get do something that you love and uh I mean you can't even put a price on that, brother. Like I said, I was literally getting up going to my office and I created this mess and I'm like, Lord have mercy. What what have I done? You know, and it was bad, bro. It was like when I got an offer this a uh, chance to sell that thing, brother, she <laughs> I didn't think twice. Yeah, I know. I ain't think twice, man. And the only thing that you sell, like in an alarm business, this is just a side note. So if you got an alarm, you got an alarm at your house, man? Oh, yeah. All right. Who who do you have? Oh, I got a ring. You got ring. All right. So before ring came out, because ring changed the game with a lot of these ADT dealers and stuff. So, you know, a lot of times what we do, we put the free system in the house. But you got to do a 36-month contract. And so so the contract would be like $30 a month for 36 months. And then, you know, you're, you're out of the contract. So what would happen in the alarm business was the only thing we really were selling was the paper. And so if I got 36 months at $30 a month, what's that, like a 1000 or something dollars? Yeah. Uh, so I would sell that paper to financing companies excuse me and they would pay me um like 32 times 32 times 30 bucks so i would get like 960 bucks and out of that 960 i pay for the alarm which was about 200 bucks i pay the sales rep about a uh, 100 uh 200 and then i pay my uh installer 125 so out of that 960 i was out 525 so i still made you know about 400 bucks or whatever rounded up and so what happens is when you sell your alarm business, really all only thing you're selling is your accounts and your equipment. So literally, man, I had I had a a, a bigger dealer. He's like, yo, how many accounts you got that you want to sell? I was like, I got you know a couple hundred accounts, and I also got uh, all of these you know this equipment. Man, literally in a matter of three weeks, man, um, we had my attorney look at the paperwork. It was good, and I was out. Look, like, back the truck. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, back then, hey, and I, I ain't back. I backed the 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 mini pickup up. I ain't back the big truck up. You know, <laughs> it was just a small truck, man, back in there. But but at that time, it was good though. It was yeah, good, good, man. I got out. But it's a blessing, man, that you you know you you doing what you like to do, man, and you don't have any uh you know you enjoy uh going to work every day, brother, for yourself. That's okay. a blessing, yeah, man. All right, cool. Appreciate you, Aunt. Oh, yeah. I'm here. I'm listening. Okay. okay. We got anybody else? Comment, question. Uh, hit the phone icon on the bottom right to join the caller queue. And then uh, hit the button to unmute yourself. All right. So, and we're talking about, um, we're basically talking about, have you ever created a business that you can't stand? Or if you have any general questions about your business, my business, or entrepreneurship in general. Uh, any other questions, comments? Um, and I know, I know a couple of you guys, some of you guys have just started a business, so you might not have been to that point yet. Um, I know, uh, brother Belvin just jumped on, uh, and, and I've talked to him about his business. So I, I think he enjoys what he's doing. So he's blessed, you know, uh, not to be able to go into a, a situation that you can't stand. We got any questions, guys? Any questions, comments, or anything? We wide open. Um, all right. All right, cool. Nothing there. So I just, before we close on out, guys, um, 
I just want to talk real quick, man, about um, something I talked about on the show. Oh, we got, oh, Brother Frank. All right, here we go. All right, Brother Frank, hit hit that unmute, bro. Yeah, what's going on, brother? I'm good, man. What's happening, bro? How are you? Oh, oh pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like, uh, I just kind of just started my business, so I, I, I can't uh, say anything about a Frankenstein. <laughs> uh, I do know what I don't want, you know. That's it. And what's uh, that? What don't you want, man? Well, you know, I, I've next month I'll make 15 years I've been in, in uh, retail management. Gotcha. And, and uh, I told one of my fellow uh, fellow managers today, I said, mm-hmm. Shirley, you know what? I said, you know, because I am tired of my my day, how my day goes being predicated upon what other people do or don't do. Right. If they oh, don't come man. to work or work when they're here. I said, yep. uh, you know, I, I'm tired of this, you know. Yeah. And she don't know my game plan. Uh, you know, pretty much mm-hmm. nobody at work know. But right. I know uh, uh, that's why this e-commerce is so mm-hmm. uh, in, enticing to me because, mm-hmm. you know, it, I, I can pretty much uh, fail or yep. be a success uh, on my own, you know. Right. Do, you know. That's that's why you know this is so attractive, you know. Yeah. As definitely. far uh, you know, uh, growing the business, you know, because you know I'm, you know I'm not I'm not out. It'd be nice, but I'm not out to be like a multi-millionaire. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> right. You no. Know, uh, you know, I'm I'm to the stage of life now. You know, I'll, uh, I want to you know be able to to live comfortable, have the bills paid, and 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 go on frequent vacations. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's it man yeah. well I, i'm gonna digress and parish we'll get to you in a quick second bro i wanted to digress real quick man you had mentioned e-commerce right yeah and i i i know this is off topic but i i just want to tell you guys about this uh this company i was listening to a podcast this morning while i was out running and uh there's this company that's doing seven figures and it's called excuse the french it's spelled different it's called shitty coolers S-H-I-T-I, uh, coolers. And what they, they sell are back coolers you can put on your backpack, uh, or like on your back, like a backpack. And it was so crazy because the idea started, I don't know if you're familiar with Yeti, uh, Yeti coolers, those real expensive coolers that a lot of people have. But this one guy was at a uh, a country western um, music festival, and he said all these people had these Yeti coolers out there, and he had this raggedy cooler, and he put a uh, uh, <laughs> he put a little napkin with tape on it. And his cooler said "shitty," and it was as as a joke, and people started laughing. And so he built a website, and people were asking him for these coolers. And because the first thing that they were selling were were um, stickers that would go on your cooler that said shitty coolers. And once again, S-H-I-T-I coolers playing off the word. And then they started creating. They were like, you know, what? we really need some coolers. And within four to five years from that concept, they got uh, they're doing like 10 million dollars a year online e-commerce selling coolers that you can put on your back backpack coolers. And I said, my God. You could sell anything out here, bro. Isn't that crazy, man? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, know. yeah. So when when you talk that e-commerce, like I said, you don't have to reinvent the wheel. Um, and, and the opportunity is out there. And it's funny. I was talking about infrastructure, and they were just talking about how many people they have as employees now and the different uh, uh, divisions that they have and stuff like that. But, uh, but yeah, man, um, one of the things when you, when you start your business and as you grow, just be cognizant of, you know, not creating the, the, the mess that I did when I had my ADT dealership, man. If you ever yeah. decide to have employees and stuff like that. You know? Yeah. yeah. And, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, one last thing, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, the past two days, I, I've been listening to uh, episode fifty nine, but oh. I, that was a long time ago. Hell, but, I don't uh, even remember what was it about. <laughs> it, it was uh, the three stages of entrepreneurship. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yep. The the, mm-hmm. the the um the the learning stage. Yep. The 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 the, the making money stage and mm-hmm. the, the the mentor stage. Yep. And, and you know, um, I I think you know probably probably the from the beginning to a couple of months ago i probably was mixed trying to mix the the first and the second stage together mm-hmm. 
you know, instead of following that that that's that that path, you know, right? Because yeah. you you want to, yeah, I think you, you I think it's uh, human nature to want to learn real fast. Yeah, making money, making that paper. That's it. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> that's what we're in the game for is to make the money. So sometimes, yeah, yeah we we skip steps, but. But yeah, I mean, and, and that that's a great point, man. I gotta go back and listen to that one, man. Fifty nine, man, that's a long time ago, bro. August thirty first, two thousand fourteen. Damn, <laughs> damn, man, I've been doing this for a minute, huh? Yeah. <laughs> and look, learning, learning every step of the way, yeah. you know. So yeah, never stop learning, man. But yeah. I, matter of fact, I might go check that one out myself, man. Oh yeah, you might yeah. you might want to break a show down because you could probably break a show down for each one of them steps, man. Yeah, yeah. It, it was it was deep, you know. Oh, because, appreciate it. You know, yeah, because you know, you, you know, look, really, you, you want to do the cliff notes, and you, right. you want to start making money, making that paper, right? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like, so, yeah, bro. Say, say, you know, I, just kind of slow down and, and yep, and do the steps. You know, do the steps. Yep, and money. Yeah. It it'll come, man. And also, hey, keep keep a uh, keep an eye out. Uh, I believe we're supposed to link up in, a, I think, about a week for the uh, BBA Elite. So I'm going to send out uh, an email tomorrow for the oh, next. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. All right, then, brother. Appreciate you, brother. All right. Talk uh, to you I, later. I, I, all right. I'm going to bring my man uh, Paris on. Paris, hit that unmute button, brother, and uh, so we can hear you. So it should be down on the bottom. There you go. You there, bro? All right, cool. You hear me okay? Yeah, I got you, brother. How you making out, man? Oh, man, I'm doing great, man. Thank you. Thank you for coming on the show, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, we got some We got some heat out here, y'all. James came <laughs> on my podcast and, and set it on fire. <laughs> man, yeah. I'm breaking down the three episodes. Yeah. I'm a, like I said, I'm going to shoot them links out. To, I know because only what? How many links are out now? Just the one? Um, we got, uh, we got three so far, but okay. by now we should be all on all the major podcasting platforms now. All right. Matt, did you send me all three of the links, man? I sent you Apple and okay. uh, Spotify. Okay. All right. That's cool. Now nah, that'll work. That'll work. Yeah. So I'm going to put them out. I got my, um, I was telling my, my virtual assistant to put them out tomorrow. So definitely. So yeah. Hey, uh, I always tell people that are on the show, Parrish, what's the name of your business, man? And how can people connect with you? Um, well, the name of my business, well, I'm, I'm the host and producer of the entrepreneur kickback podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, my business is, um, I create audio assets. There you go. Um, whether that's uh, podcasting, audio ads, audio books, anything mm-hmm. with the spoken word. That's I create those for myself and my clients. All right. Now, cool. this business kind of slapped me in the face because I was just <laughs> trying to start a podcast. Mm-hmm. However, I like it and I'm going to run mm-hmm. with it. But the question I got is because <laughs> um, not. I'm the solopreneur now. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? I'm the mm-hmm. I'm the cook. I'm the cook, the chef, the dishwasher, I'm everything. <laughs> what is right. what is what is some ways for me to find the technicians for my services? What's some recommendations you have on a yeah. budget? Yeah. So it, it's funny you mention this because uh I've had a virtual assistants from overseas. I've had them you know, locally, and the one that I have working with me now, she actually was a referral uh, from one of my buddies who used to use her, but he got out of uh, the the podcasting business. But I had interactions with her, and I knew she was good just by the way she was interacting with me. And I called my man. He was like, yo, she's good. So the first thing I would probably do um is I, I may look around with people that are doing things similar to you and see if you can find a virtual assistant or somebody that has been recommended to you uh, by somebody that, you know, you can trust their their recommendations. Because, I mean, there's so many sites out there. You know, I got Hire Black Freelancers, all of that stuff, which, you know, I know people are getting good stuff off of there. But if you can find a recommendation, that would be the first thing. I, I'd start asking around, man. 
uh, the people that you know, your friends, your network and all of that. Um, and then if you can't find it that way, then I would start looking on sites like, you know, uh, hireblackfreelancers.com, Fiverr, you know, and stuff like that. But I think recommendations and I found a good person on, you know, on, you know, on one of those sites, but I really didn't link into the person I really needed to find until I went through my own networking founder. And that's been, I mean, it's been dynamic. So that's what I would say to start off with your network, bro. You know, um, and even matter of fact, on your podcast, man, you might even, you might even need to mention it, bro. You know, what, what type of, what are you looking, what type of, uh, uh, help are you looking for right now? Well, right now, if I can get someone to manage my audio, gotcha. you know, I can do the recording. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, I just formed a partnership with a graphic designer, which we can expand on creating books mm-hmm. and scripted audio. That's so um, I just I just set that up Saturday. However. Cool. The main thing, the main thing I really need is I need somebody to shoot this audio as I record it because, um, right. as you know, all the episodes in the can, they're building yep. up. I've yep. gotten, I got two clients right now and their episodes is also building up and I don't want to get, well, I want to be proactive so I don't become over encumbered. Right. So, yeah. um, yeah, bro. I wish I'll talk to your now, network. Start my, yeah. Okay. Start. Start with your network and also, like I said, advertise it on uh on your podcast, bro. And see what happens. Okay. You know, hey, I'm looking for, you know, ba ba ba. You know, if you're interested, email me or whatever. And then that way, you know, you may find somebody that's already in tune to what you're doing because they're listening to you and they may know your style, they may know what your show is about, and so they have some familiarity with you. So I would definitely do that and, and check out your network too, man. You know, so um, you, yeah, use your podcast, man. Um, uh, yeah, use that platform, bro. You know, um, for it, it's funny because I thought about doing it, but I didn't. I was like, damn, I might get too many responses at this point. But when I was starting out, I probably should have done that because you have somebody that knows what you're doing, that likes what you're doing, because they're listening to you, and they probably would be a good, you know, maybe a good fit for you if they have the the tools uh, that you're looking for, man. Okay. All right. All cool. right. That works. Thank My you. man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We got Ant coming back up. Paris, you got any more questions, man? Are you good? Okay. I'm, cool. I'm good, man. I want to come and show you some love, man. I finally I, found I, you I that, My man, I appreciate you, family. All right. We're going to bring my All man right. Ant. We're going to bring Ant back up in here. All right, Ant. Unmute. Hit that unmute, bro. Okay. I just got a question for yeah. you. Yes, sir. Have you ever heard of a gentleman called uh, Busi Timberwayo? No, no. Tell me about him. Uh, well, I tell you what. You got a pencil by you? Yeah, yeah, most definitely. All right, V U S I. V U S I. I think it's T H E W. Don't worry. You click the Busi and it's your class. Okay. I tell you what, you find a couple of minutes, look at one of the episodes, and I should see, hear from you okay. next Saturday, next okay. Tuesday, sorry. And okay. you can tell me what you think about it. All right, I'm going to check him. I'm going I'm I'm to type him, see if I can type him in right. Okay. Uh, he's a, Hold on, he ain't a singer or song? Oh, no, I got it. This is another dude. Okay, he's an author? Yes. Vusi, yeah, t- okay, gotcha. All right. All right, got you. I just right. I just found him, so I'll, I'll definitely check him out. Uh, right. Yeah, he's among the most accomplished authors, having sold over 50,000 copies of various books. Okay, cool. I appreciate that. All right. And yeah. It's his master class is the one that... Um, okay. You know, just listen to one of them, and like I say, we can talk about it um, next Tuesday. And okay. second thing, you just got back from Las Vegas, right? Lo- Los Angeles. Yes. How was yes. it? Oh, man. L.A. was, man, it was nothing but love, man. The B.E.B. family came out strong out there. Uh, it was a great event. Matter of fact, I'm going to be uh, doing 
Monday's show coming up is actually going to be the show that I did out in L.A. So you'll be able to check out my man Melvin Graham, uh, uh, film producer with Black Biz- uh, Black Business LA documentary series. So it was hot, man. You had nice meet and greet out there afterwards. We had food, libations. Uh, it it was it was lovely, man. I actually might be out there again in May. Um, uh, another another brother that's a uh, a video. Uh, he he produces movies. He wants me to do a um, a premiere for his new movie out in LA, I think the end of May. So I might be out there doing another show, but it was lovely, man. It was lovely, bro. I appreciate you for asking, man. You, how come you ain't fly out, Ant? What's up, man? man you you retired, man. Number one, <laughs> over so far away from home. <laughs> I can't be in the house, but I can't go away from <laughs> another state. Man, you could have bought the wifey, man. Y'all could have go out and chilled out, man. <laughs> yeah, but look. Uh, he runs the purse, man. I'm not. Gonna, I'm not gonna lie. I hear you. Hey, man, it, it's it's whatever works, bro. You know, everybody's household is different, man. And so, if it works for y'all, that's 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 lovely, bro. That's how that's how it is, man. Yeah. You know? Shoot. Yeah, man. So you you might have to get your allowance up, man, so you can come out to the next one. <laughs> Look, after 32 years, believe me, yeah, I, I have to go through it. That's it. <laughs> that's a blessing though man 32 is a blessing bro yes it is yeah man yeah man so that that i mean in especially in today's uh world man cats ain't married 32 months now you know <laughs> shit let alone 32 years yeah so yeah i'm at uh i'll be 29 in july so so yeah i, I know I, I know i know the feeling man so that's it's i've been blessed bro oh I've yeah blessed. Okay. yes sir yes sir yes sir all right, and yo, I'm gonna check my man out. Definitely, I might. I'm gonna check him out tonight, bro. I appreciate that. All right, and like uh, I said, I'll hear from you. I yeah, talk about it next Tuesday. That sounds good. All right, and all right, cool. I'm, I'm, all right, let me let me get uh Paris back on. All right, bro, hit that unmute, man. There you oh, go. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm, I just forgot. I just forgot something. That's all, you know, because we all we all <laughs> entrepreneurs here. Yes, sir. So, um, hey, you want to showcase your business? Yep. Or your skill set? You can come talk to me. I left my uh, link in the uh, comment section there. You know what I'm saying? No matter what level, I speak to people on all levels. You know, if you want to come and talk to me or you want that ad created, you know, if we want to, Jay, if you want to do something for that Hell Yeah Hot Sauce, we can do it. Just let me yep. know. There I'll we go. 20 minutes of your time. All right. Um, but that also goes that goes for everybody in this room as well. You know what I'm saying? We all part of the BEB family. You know what I'm saying? It. We go further together. That's it. So I just want to put that out there. You know what I'm saying? Check me out. I left my link there. You know okay. what I'm saying? If you want to have a conversation with me, just reach out. Also, man, for people that, because, you know, this is recorded, for people that may be driving or whatever, uh, that, that, that can't write it down, go ahead. You got an email or something. Well, how can we connect with you? Um, you can connect with me, um, entrepreneur kickback at okay. Gmail, entrepreneur kickback at gmail.com. All right. That's what's up. Definitely appreciate you putting that out there for the, for the family, man. And that, and, and, and Paris, as you, as you mentioned, man, when I was out in LA, that's all I talked about was collaboration because after the event, you know, we had so many synergies in the room we had, I was interviewing a, a film producer, then one of the BEB family members that was in the room, which I knew she's in that industry also. Then we had another brother that was trying to get into the industry. And I was just like, that that's what we got to use. It ain't about necessarily exchanging dollars, but it's just about exchanging networks. It's about exchanging resources because I don't I don't necessarily need to make a killing. I mean, you want to get paid for your services, obviously, but. Sometimes the greater good is actually the connections in the network. It could be bartering like we did back in the day. Yo, man, you do this for me. I'll do that for you. And we all come up. But but I, I, I appreciate you bringing that up in terms of, of sharing your services with the rest of the BEB family, because that's what it's all about, man. Um, that collaboration. I got uh, and I dropped this information while I was out in L.A. I got a new um platform uh i'm working on it's called blackcollab.com it ain't out yet 
but it's a, a site where you can go on and you can connect with people and collaborate with them for free. And so if, you know, just like uh, if you have a watch company, my man Emir has a watch company and somebody else has a suit company and maybe you want to do a package or collaborate on a, on a on a combo package, you know, or you got a podcast and I'm a I'm an audio editor. You know, we can collaborate, stuff like that. So I'm glad that you brought that up, brother. But uh, definitely, man, uh, entrepreneurkickback at gmail.com. Anybody want to connect with Parrish, make sure y'all link up with him. And uh, I'm glad you brought that up, bro. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. And um, yeah. if you need any help with that black collaboration, just let me know. I got. You. Yes, sir. I, you know what? Sure enough, now that you mentioned it, I'm gonna need a lot of help. <laughs> so, so I'll be reaching out to you. <laughs> you know what it is, man. And and this hey. is this is right on point for today's show. A, a lot of times, as you know, solopreneurs. I used to have a ton of employees in my mortgage business. I didn't want that anymore. And, you know, I, I got I got a V actually have two VAs, but we can't do it all by ourselves. You know what I mean? It's we try, but literally that stunts our growth. So if we can find good, good partners to work with and collaborate with. That's just going to grow our business. That's why I, I was I'm so hell bent on black collab because it can further each and everyone's cause, you know, finding good connects, good people to work with. And uh, being able to, like I said, push everybody further along. So, yeah, definitely, bro. So, um, and matter of fact, um, if you can't find anybody, man, I'm I'll reach out to some people for for that audio editing and all of that stuff. Um, because I know a couple of people that I don't know that do that, but I know a couple of people that have podcasts that actually do have uh outside uh audio editors so i'll definitely reach out man if you want to link up hit me up tomorrow or something man I'm, I'm gonna reach out to them tonight and see if they can give me some leads for you too all right okay cool that works cool all right appreciate you bro all right guys we got any more comments questions uh anything else before we close it on out we good okay uh and you know what? I see my man. I see my man Butch in there. Butch, we got a link, man. I don't know what date we set up, man. Are you able to talk, Butch? Well, we could talk offline. But uh, yeah, we we got. I think this is the Butch, Butch that uh, <laughs> we got a link. But any more questions, comments, uh, anything about today's topic, your business, my business? There he is, my man Butch. Hold on one second. We got Butch on the line. All right, Butch, hit that unmute, bro. Yeah, Jay. I know we both busy. I appreciate it. Did you uh, did you text me today? Was that you? Yes, I, yes, I did. Yes. All did. right. So you're in Arizona. Yes. All right. Because yeah. because when I saw it, I'm like, is this like a spam joint? Well, all right. <laughs> so so man, I I get all kinds of spam joints. But okay. All right, yo. All right. So let's let's try to set it up. Matter of fact, when I get off the line, uh, when we get off here tonight. I'm uh, I'm gonna shoot you some availabilities, and we're gonna we're gonna set that up tonight, bro. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right, yeah. yeah. I'll look yeah. for it. I know we both busy. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And okay. We'll, and we'll do it, bro. We'll get it done. No. Yeah. Time. And I'm gonna lock you in because I saw it. I'm like, I said, damn, who's I was that butch? Because I didn't have your number. So, all right, I, I'm gonna lock. I'm gonna lock it in there. Lock it in. Okay, Jay. I appreciate it. Yes, sir. Appreciate all you, right. brother. All, all right. right. All right. All right, guys, any other questions, comments, anything before we close it on out? All right, we good? All right, I appreciate you guys for showing up uh, Tuesday night. This is the new time right now, Tuesday, 8 p.m. Eastern. Also, don't forget Black Entrepreneur Blueprint every Monday morning, 5 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So uh, appreciate you guys, and I will see you guys next week. Peace.